Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Today's episode is all about injuries. Now I'm going to be talking about physical injuries. I think we can probably hold off for the emotional injuries that we've all sustained, right? Because that would be a very, very heavy episode. So I'm going to take you guys through a whole journey of just injuries that I have sustained. Um, So let's just get on with it before I keep going. (laughs) Of course, I'll probably go off on another tangent, but you guys should be used to that by now. So my first injury that I thought about was when I was in third grade, my little brother and I, and my older, no, I don't think my older brother got a pair of, uh, we got a new pair of rolling skates, uh, roller skates. And there was this time where, I don't know, to tell you the truth, I probably pissed my little brother off. I often do that even now, even my older brother. (laughs) So, um, thank God things have not changed. Right. So I think I pissed my little brother off and, we used to live in condos and the way the condos were was like, it was like one big building with four condos in it, but you can walk around the whole condo and then you parked in the back where the alley was. And I just remember I got off the car. I had my roller skates on and my little brother was chasing me. I, you know, I, I don't want to blame my little brother. So if you're listening to this, I'm sorry if I blamed you, Maybe it was my older brother. I can't remember which brother, but I pissed off one of them. Um, And I just roller skated really quickly around the building, the condo. And as I got to the other side of the garage, there was a car parked there. And I can hear my brother (laughs) um, running after me. And I'm just skating. I mean, just think of it. I'm like probably eight or nine years old and I'm skating super fast And all of a sudden I see the car that's parked in the driveway and I literally put both hands on the hood to stop me, except my right wrist decided to keep going. So it broke. And, you know, I was, my God, it was so, so painful. It like literally just like, like almost folded in half. It was so weird. But, you know, I thought I broke my wrist. That was a thing. I... I heard it, I felt it, it was excruciating pain, and I probably took it up about five notches because that's what Latina Barbie does. I'm very dramatic. And we went to, I had to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor, and of course, I was hoping to get one of those white casts. You know, those, remember those old school white casts where like you would go to school and everybody would get a, a marker and sign your, you know, your arm and, and then you'd cut it off yourself, you know? But it wasn't. It was one of those like, oh, I think I sprained it. So like I had this thing where I like, it kind of like held my, my wrist in a certain position. And then my mom just had to wrap it with gauze all over all the time. Like that, not the white gauze, you guys, but the brown gauze. So that was my first injury that I remember. My second injury, and it wasn't so much an injury as it was a traumatic experience for me. And I, you guys, to this day, I still feel like what I ate caused this to happen. So my family and I, we went to a place, if you're from, if you're from San Diego, you know, it's called El Indio. It's an old town 
and it's a Mexican restaurant. And I remember ordering a quesadilla and it came in the shape of a burrito. And it was just like filled with cheese. Um, and I remember taking like one or two bites of it and just feeling sick. So I got home and I still felt sick. And one thing led to another. I think I started throwing up. I couldn't sleep. And then, and that must have been like a Saturday. So then Sunday, it was just excruciating pain all day on Sunday. I couldn't fall asleep. I couldn't even like just relax. And Monday, by the time my mom got home from work, she was like, Miha, I'm, I'm going to take you to the emergency room. So she took me to the emergency room and it was like, I'll never forget. She took me to the emergency room at um, Pomerado Hospital. It's on po Pomerado Road. It's the older one, the older hospital in Poway. And the emergency room doctor right away was like, we need to operate on your daughter like today. And didn't know what was going on. And then finally was told that my appendix had ruptured, which was causing the pain. Now, remember, I'm only nine years old, nine, maybe 10. Like how much pain, I mean, could you really withstand when you're that young? Obviously a lot. <laughs> so, because it was 48 hours of pain that I took. So anyway, so my mom took me to the emergency room at five. And by 7.30, I was already admitted to the hospital and already on the operating table. They sliced me open on the bottom right. They took out all my appendix. You know, they did tell my mom that the complications could be that if they didn't take everything out um, that fast, that I could catch pneumonia. So yeah, they opened me up, took all my appendix pieces out and stapled me six times. And then I was in the hospital for a whole week. I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't horrible being in the hospital. Um, I'm daddy's little girl, so it was really nice when my dad would call me every day. Oh my God, you guys. My dad would call me every day and be like, Miha, what can I bring you? Miha, what can I, you know, what do you need? And I'll never forget, oh gosh, this is this is so horrible when I think about it. I was like, dad, I would love some like um, coloring markers or coloring crayons or something. Anyways, he, he didn't bring me the right kind. And so like the next day he brought me the right kind. I mean, I don't know if I was testing my dad or if I was just a little spoiled little bitch. So anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, a couple people came to visit me. My cousins, Andres and Adrian came. I, re I remember my mom brought them. And so that was my appendix. And to this, and, and I remember I didn't want to sleep with my legs straight out because I was always afraid that the part where they stapled would, would open. It was just like the thought of me sleeping with my legs out just kind of grossed me out. So I always slept probably for a good couple of years um, with my legs propped up, whether my leg was over the other leg or whatever, but it was always like propped up. So anyway, so that was my appendix and um, I still have the scar and everything. So I think maybe, let me check. Yeah, I can't really feel it anymore considering it was like almost 40 years ago. But yeah, I could, you know, it was there. Um, another injury I sustained was, oh, in elementary school, let me back it up. In elementary school, I would go to a babysitter's house um, if my mom was like running errands or I just had like a play date at the apartments next to the school. And I remember, of course, I was running and there's those big cinder blocks that are not smooth at all. And I fell on one. But of course, in true Latina Barbie fashion, I hit the corner of a cinder block 
on my left leg, like right in the front of my left leg. And I still have a scar. Yep, I have a nice little scar there too. Now, the gross part about me, well, actually for me, it was the best part, about falling was, I don't know about you guys, but there's something about picking the scabs. Like, I know that's super gross. And believe me, I know I should never have done that because, of course, my mom always said, Miha, don't pick your scab. It causes scarring. But there was just something really relaxing about picking the scabs. And then not only that, but I'm going to just take it a step further here and then I'm going to drop it. It goes along the lines of like popping a really, really good pimple. I mean, a really good pimple or bringing up a blackhead. Okay, that's it. That's all you guys are getting from that because there's a whole other like feelings. Like it's just this like, I don't know, like this, Oh, I just love doing both. So anyways, I know it's so gross. When you think about it, it's so gross. I mean, it's kind of sucks because my husband doesn't have any pimples. So it's like, that's kind of boring. So when he tells me he's got a pimple and I pop it, it's a really an ingrown hair. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> so anyways, I know. Okay, I need to drink a coffee. I need to drink some coffee. Oh, it's not hot coffee today. It's it's my black coffee. I've been really trying hard this week to stay on my intermittent fasting. So what I do is I get my black coffee. I throw it in the Ninja so that it looks different. And it actually tastes a little sweeter. It don't, don't ask me how, when, why, or what, but for some reason, the black coffee, when you blend it up, it changes colors and it tastes a little sweeter. And I don't, I don't put any sweetener in it cause you can't, you're supposed to have just black coffee. Although I'm not going to lie, sometimes I throw some Bustelo, which is actually coffee, so it's okay, but I'll throw like one of those little um, skinny syrups in there. So anyways, side note. Okay. And oh, and that, by the way, I will do an episode on intermittent fasting because I have learned so much. I'm not a doctor, but I've learned a lot. So, all right, back to the injuries. Um, another injury I had was, well, this isn't so much an injury as it's something that for some reason, there was one summer where I fell a lot. And to this day, I don't know what it was, but I remember when I was living in LA, I it, I fell so many times, you guys, that my girlfriend Barbie came up with her baby and we were going to walk the farmer's market and I didn't even trust myself holding her baby. That's how bad it was. Like I... I don't know, emotionally, physically, like it just wasn't all aligning, I guess. It was weird. I remember coming out of an elevator and uh this this was her this heart this was um really painful. I remember walking out of an elevator and you know, I I run on like a hundred miles per hour pretty much all the time if I can. <laughs> I mean, I have this motto that like I'll sleep when I'm dead because I'm alive. And um I remember coming out of the elevator and the elevator, when it stopped, it didn't line up with the ground floor. It kind of went down a couple of inches. So when I just hauled out of the elevator, I literally just fell right on my right knee, like right on the freaking kneecap on a marble floor. And it was so painful. Um, yeah. And, and to this day, I can still kind of feel it, not feel it. I can hear it because it was like on my bone, but I wasn't like no blood, no nothing. It was just like a bone injury. Speaking of a bone injury, 
I will never forget this feeling because I can hear this sound to this day. My bestie Chandra and I would go swimming during the summer. And, you know, we would put our legs outside of the pool and then kind of hang down like you would, you know, like you would put your legs over the pool ledge and then go backwards. And what happened was the first time I did that, you know, you go backwards, you hit the water, you go backwards. The next thing you hit hard is the pool wall. So just think of like that dead man cherry drop without the drop, except your head, my head just fell all the way back and just like knocked the shit out of my head um, on the pool wall. And that I can still hear the, oh, speaking of the, I was in my storage unit. So for work, I know you guys are probably thinking, wow, she falls on her head a lot. Like that probably explains quite a bit. But um, (laughs) so uh, I was working, uh, this, you guys, was more of like, um, like I I was very, very blessed and thankful that day that nothing else happened to me. I was in my storage unit. Um, For work, I have a storage unit, like a 10 by 10. And you know, the storage units are all like cement flooring. And of course, I was rushing around in my storage unit trying to unpack all these hair supplies, all this hair color, shampoos, conditioners, developers, everything that I could to get it up on the shelves. So this big pile of boxes was gathering in my storage. And what happened is, is that you only had like maybe 20 minutes in between the lights turning off and on. You'd have to like leave the storage unit, walk up and down the hallway and have the light sensor turn back on. So I remember one time the light turned off and I walked over to the hall and I was walking back to my storage unit. And I remember as I was walking into the storage unit, my right foot I thought had stepped on ground, um, you know, to kind of brace my next step to my left with my left foot. And what happened was as I stepped with my right, it did not hit the ground, it hit another box that was on top of another box. So as I stepped with my right foot, it slipped underneath me and with like net, like no, no, I mean, what kind of warning do you get when your right foot slips? Literally my foot slipped right under my body and I fell straight back. I, to this day, could only thank God that that pile of boxes was there. Because if it hadn't been there, my whole back of my body and my head would have just slammed right on the concrete. I remember coming out of there and I was shaking. Like I literally packed up my stuff really quick and I left. Like I was shaking at the what could have happened. That in itself was just really scary to me and that kind of just taught me to slow down. I've also, I've also fallen just by running. I, in fact, last year during COVID, I was running and I had such a good pace going, you guys. You know, when you, for any of those runners out there, like you're in your zone, you're running at that, that pace that you could run forever in. And I did a total stupid move. I looked up and by the time I looked down, I ate shit. I mean, we're talking my right leg, my hip, my ego, my my right hand, um, 
my arm, it just, I, and then the worst part was I still had like a mile walk ahead of me. That was hard. That was, that was hard. Like I'll talk about the emotional part of injuries in a second, but physically speaking, like you can see I was hurt. I was like injured. Um, I was going to say something else about it. Um, Ooh, I can't remember. I mean, granted, we've all burned ourselves with curling, curling irons. No big deal. Um, and those are kind of cool to see them heal, actually. Um, any scratches I've gotten or anything like that. Um, just recently, I was cutting um, in the kitchen. And the knife kind of slipped out of my hand. And I decide to catch the knife with my left hand but not by the handle, by the actual pointed part, the sharp part of my knife, the pointed part. It literally stabbed me right in my left hand. And now it's all healed, but there's like a ball around it. And my good friend, Jen, God bless Jen, she um, said it's just um, scar tissue and it'll clear up and stuff. So there's that. Um, I'm trying to think of other injuries and I'm looking around my body and I'm looking to see if I have any more scars. Um, I don't have any more injuries, but I wanted to mention something about alopecia. The reason being is it's not so much of an injury. And this is actually a really good segue into my emotional part about this episode. Um, I remember being on an airplane. I was coming home from Florida and I, I felt cold. Like my neck felt really cold and I took my right hand. I actually went to the bathroom. No, actually I was sitting in my seat first because this prompted me to go to the bathroom. And I remember feeling my, the back of my neck and I'm feeling my hairline and it's not stopping. I'm, I'm bringing my right hand up to my head and I keep going up, up, up. And all I feel is like, like a good, I mean, I'm trying to describe it, maybe the half of a size of an iPhone, a, a patch of, of baldness. I mean, the skin was super soft, but it was just this piece of like bald skin. Then I freaked out. I went to the bathroom and I lifted my hair up. I had, you know, I brought my mirror with me so I can see and sure enough, my hairline actually went into my scalp and then headed back down. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I knew it would, I knew that if it was bald like that, it was probably alopecia. Cause I've heard of alopecia before. My girlfriend, my best friend, she, um, she has had, she, she's experienced this as well. So I wasn't like, you know, okay, but you know, for somebody like me who, well, to tell you the truth, on my way home, I was actually on my way home from HSN. So just, uh, that's a different side note, but I used to do um, uh, the Home Shopping Network. So it was one of those, like, it was, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it was one of those vanity things where I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening to me. Thank God, thank God my hair was long enough to cover it. So I ended up going to acupuncture. And then from there, um, my acupuncturist told me, to start drinking sea, sea kelp, sea, sea plants. So I started taking shakes and then it was funny because the minute, I swear it always happens like this, right? Where like the minute you actually stop treating the problem, it, the problem just goes away. 
It's so weird. Oh my God, that was my stomach growling. So um, yeah, it took about almost maybe nine, 10 months. And then my hair, all of a sudden, it, without thinking about it, my hair was back. It was just this very weird situation, I guess, that happened. It was really weird. So yeah, there was that. God, I wish I had... Oh my God, that sounds horrible. I was just about to say, well, I'm going to say it now. I wish I had more injuries to talk about, but I will tell you this. The emotional part about being injured and not being able to do your everyday life, it really wears on you. Um, Especially this fall that I had last year. Like I can cry at the thought of all of a sudden not being able to walk like I was walking. Um, Didn't quite know when I was going to start running again. Because I didn't trust myself anymore. I didn't, I didn't trust myself that, you know, when I was outside, I wouldn't fall. And yeah, I could be klutzy. And it's mostly because my fault, because I don't pay attention. It was just one of those things where, you know, you kind of get knocked, the, you know, you, you, the wind gets knocked out of you where you kind of have to take a step back and then you stop doing like physical activity. And that's hard for someone like me who, and I, and I, and now I'm just talking, um, who struggles every day with her weight. So for something like that to be taken away with you from you, from me was really difficult because I had to find other ways of being able to stay active so that I didn't have any weight gain. And I actually ended up turning my food. And that's actually when I really got into intermittent fasting. I was like, okay, I need to kind of get a grip. If I can't get a grip physically on the things that I can do because I'm injured or I can't or I just don't trust myself and I wasn't ready to go back outside, um, thank God for the treadmill because you can't really fall on a treadmill. Although I say this today, who knows what can happen tomorrow. But um, yeah, I mean... It just sucks. Like our body has to heal and that's like its own timetable. Ta- time and I'm not somebody who likes to be patient at all. Um, I don't, I live on a schedule. Ask my friends. <laughs> so um, that was kind of, you know, really difficult for me to kind of withstand and stuff. So, and I know, look, you're like, wow, like boo hoo hoo, poor Latina Barbie. She's got a couple injuries and all of a sudden it's like emotional thing. I think it all, it's all relative. It's all in, in how you look at things. So now it's more of, you know, I think it's God telling me to slow the fuck down, right? Just slow your roll, Latina, because uh, if not, you're going to get hurt. And it's so funny because I actually tell my husband the same thing. Like if he has a really, really busy route because he works for Coca-Cola, he will tell me the same thing. Like he'll be like, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to move fast because when I move fast is when I get injured. And that's the last thing we both need. But even me, like if I don't move um, slow, I'm much more prone to injuries and I just don't pay attention. So yeah, so I mean, those are some of my injuries. Um, There was one more and it's not so much of an injury and it's more like for the ladies. (laughs) If you're a man listening to this, you probably won't understand what this is going on. But if you're in a relationship and you're married uh, to a woman, then this might come up in your relationship. The other thing I forgot to talk to you guys about was um, March 16th, I had what they call an endometrial ablation. And it was because my periods were so, so heavy uh, to the part where... I wouldn't work out for two days. And that was the other thing. It's like, 
every month. Now, consistently, you guys, I can't remember a day when I did not work out some type of movement. And when I would get my period, I literally would not work. Ask any of my friends because they know I'm not walking anywhere because it's that heavy. And I had that many cramps. Like I would wake up as if I had done like a thousand squats. If you're with me on that, I'm sorry. Um, Advil just didn't cut it for me anymore. I had heard about this procedure, the endometrial ablation, and I decided to get it. Now I had to do all the proper things, the pap smears, all that and everything. They had to say, you know, I'm just letting you know if you ever decide to have children, um, it's going to be very difficult, which is fine with me because I don't plan on having any children. Again, I'm 47. I'm over it. I'm done. Done. I never even started. So I got the procedure done. Uh, That was painful. I'm not going to lie, but it's worth it. It's one of those things where I guess they like they burn the inside of your uterus. At least that's what I thought. I don't know. The only thing I looked forward to during this part was the anesthesia. Like I was like, I am ready to go Mimi. Like I only wish I could remember my dreams. But um, that's funny because I just I don't look at surgery as like, oh, my gosh, you know, what could happen? I handed all that over to God. He can handle that part. My part is to just relax and quote unquote, enjoy the process. <laughs> so, or I should say be present in the process. So yeah, when I came out of it, I was a little out of it. Um, it was nice because my husband was home and he took care of me. So that was, you know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of milked it a little bit. And uh, I kind of, you know, remember when I got whatever I wanted from my dad? I kind of got the same thing from my husband. You want sushi? We'll go get sushi. You want Gatorade too? Two, right? No sugar. I'll get you some Gatorades. 10 Gatorades later. I remember coming home and I was trying to fall asleep and the pain was so bad. It reminded me of my appendix. Seriously, like it was one of those things where, you know, we all feel like we're going to sleep it off. We're going to go to sleep and the pain will subside. No, 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 no. The pain for the next five hours, it prevented me from falling asleep. Just like my appendix. Talk about being full circle, right? Same exact pain, <laughs> different different area. So, um, but I'll tell you the, the best part about that was, that was March 16th. It is now, oh, it's May 17th. I have yet to have a period. My only thing about this was, why didn't I do it sooner? Seriously, like why did I not do it sooner? Um, but that wasn't so much an injury as it was more of a procedure. So I'm, I know I'm, I'm like grabbing at the straws, but um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so that's pretty much it for Latina Barbie and her injuries, her surgeries, her broken everything, her just broken things in her body, um, the emotional state that it plays on me. Because I'll tell you for that, the ablation, I wasn't able to do anything for about a month. I could walk on the treadmill and that's all I did. But it's kind of like you just take it easy, you know, um, to take care of yourself. We all have to remember that we are all prone to injuries and accidents and everything. And the great, most wonderful thing about us is that our body knows how to heal which I guess I'm going to wrap it up in true Latino Barbie fashion. I'm going to try to do a life lesson here and it's take care of yourself. Slow down. I will tell you other than the internal things that happen to my body, 
if I had just slowed my roll, even when I fell on that brick when I was in elementary school, I was running. I was rushing. How many of us rush, 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 whether we're running, we're walking, we're driving of all things? Slow down. Wherever you're going, it's going to still be there. And if it's not, or you don't make it, then it wasn't meant to be. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve. Mwah.